you're doing good. As I record this podcast, it is the end of May in 2022. Over the last couple of weeks, I've been providing content, particularly for you if you're somebody who's planning to take up a new musical instrument come this new academic season at the end of the year as we're closing down the current academic season now into the end of June. Because when you head into this period of the year, it's a fantastic opportunity to just do your research ask those valuable questions about music education and so forth. So the content that I've provided over the last couple of weeks and will be continuing for the next few weeks is all about aspects to learning music in the best way possible. If you haven't tuned into this podcast before, my name is Sylvia Morn, and I have been a tutor for over 20 years now at this point, teaching people piano and music theory specifically. I've seen the good, the bad, the ugly. I've seen wasted money. I've seen wasted talent. I've seen questionable educational standards. I've seen people spending lots of money thinking that they're getting a good service when actually the person that's teaching the music isn't properly qualified and is just trying to make pocket money on the side. Not a great way to start out in your musical journey. So the reasons for these episodes that I'm putting out at this particular time of the year is really to answer some of those questions that you may have, or just to just get better informed about the musical world and how you can really be well-rounded as a young musician starting out on the musical journey and even as an adult and getting that rounded knowledge that will really secure you in the terms of performance, playing with other people, exploring new opportunities, of which there are many, and much more besides. Now, today I just want to touch on this idea of the musical environment and what that means to a student, no matter what the age, when you're beginning the journey of learning music. It has been very interesting as a tutor to see how different people handle their home environments when it comes to the learning of music and then see who succeeds, who gets lethargic and bored, and who fails and gives up in the journey. And even if they have the seeds of talent right there, I have seen some students give up on music simply because the home environment hasn't been really brilliant and the focus has been lost. And that talent that they were given from birth, that God-given talent, in a sense, has been wasted. So really what I'm trying to say is the environment and the way you surround yourself as a music student, as you progress on your journey with such inspiration and excitement is really, really important. I'll give you a couple of examples. There are some people who have beautiful homes and they create this music room and it's way down a hallway and it's separate from the living spaces of the home. And the idea is the student, whether it be adult, teen, child, they have to go down to that room every day and do their practice and be excited about that. Usually what happens in that situation is lethargy kicks in, lack of focus kicks in. And before you know all this hard effort of getting the instrument installed, getting the room set up, all these ingredients are suddenly just thrown to the side and the enjoyment of music really isn't there. On the other hand, I have seen families where the musical instrument is placed in the living area 
and the family makes adjustments to allow themselves to practice the instrument during the week at a said time or whatever, where the whole family understands that the practice has to take place within the living environment and everybody hears it going on and everybody gets engaged with what's going on. And that is the student who remains focused, who remains interested, who achieves their goals, whether it be an exam goal, a performance goal, and who remains really fascinated by the world of music. I have seen other homes where music just oozes through the whole atmosphere of the home. You might see a guitar hanging on a wall. You'll see a record collection over in a corner or a record vinyl player. Uh, you will see CDs. You will see the best sound systems like Bose, for example. You will see that music is part of the month by month experience. Maybe there's an attendance to festivals, to concerts, whether it be local or in the capital city of their country or they might experience online events as a family together. That is the environment also where the person just naturally takes on music, naturally follows through in the study of music without no big hang up that it's another task to do. And really what I've discovered and observed over the years is two things. The family who includes music as part of their lifestyle and starts to explore all the nooks and crannies within the musical world, as it were, or the family that creates a space in the living space of the family home where the day-to-day -day practice of music takes place and the family understands that this is part of life. Those are the students that really exceed expectations. And there's another thing to consider as well. It's all to do with the student and what they surround themselves with. So picture this, you have your setup in your living room and we'll say you're playing piano and the piano is just banged there into a corner and that's it. And there's really no inspiration around it. There's just a TV in one corner, maybe a bookcase in another corner, couches and all the rest. Now, Compare that to a living room that has the piano beautifully positioned in a corner, perhaps, and you have the, all these inspirational artworks of composers from yesteryear. You may have books with beautiful artwork. You may have a notebook on a stand that keeps you focused as to what you should be doing every day according to your tutor's guidelines. And you have music books always positioned on the piano, inviting you over to play them. That's the type of environment that really encourages and motivates and inspires. And I can't underestimate this, really underestimate, underestimate the importance of this, is that the environment you surround yourself as a music student, whether you're a novice, you're an intermediate, you're an advanced student, no matter what age you are, the environment is critical in how you surround yourself. For me, musicians tend to be very orally stimulated as well as visually stimulated. And when you have something that's in your environment, that's looking at you every day, pulling you into that corner to do your work, as it were, going over to your piano or picking up your guitar or flute or saxophone or whatever it might be, that's the type of 
of environment that is so encouraging and it sustains the interest after the novelty of creating this new format of learning and new skill happens in a life. So with all that said, just when you're planning your music lessons and you're trying to find your tutor, you're researching the different instruments, you might be going to festivals, just listening to all the different sounds this summer. You might be just trying to research tutors and seeing what's available for this new academic season that's currently being planned starting in September of this new year as this one closes down. Just think about your home environment and how you're going to make that part of the whole experience of your day-to-day -day life. And I would also add to that that the people that you surround yourself with if you're an intermediate or an advanced student are as important as the environment that you create in your own private living space. Now, I just want to refer back to a topic that I mentioned in the past few weeks about music study, and it's relating to the notion of studying music theory as well. And while you're sorting out your environment, your new tutor, potentially you're figuring out your instrument, include a bit of time each week for music theory study. It is a vital part of really creating a solid foundation in other words that your time is being invested really well in this whole musical journey now if you're interested in doing music theory studies or you want to find out more about the potential of doing music theory studies if you go over to gradedmusictheory.com scroll down the page and put in your details there you'll be emailed in the near future about a new system of music theory study that can be done from your home so it's not too difficult for you to undertake as part of your music learning and it's only a small time each week as well that you've got to consider putting into such a task so if you go over there to gradedmusictheory.com put in your details there and as soon as we're ready we'll send out an email where you can attend to a live uh, webinar and we'll explain it in more detail about the importance of why you should learn music theory particularly now, we have had a host of interviews over this last six to eight month period. I think we're almost touching on 40 interviews to date. And if you visit musicsecretsexposedpodcast.com, you will find episode directories there dedicated to the interviews that we've done, dedicated to all the episodes that you hear me speaking on, and also a documentary series which we covered in association with Waterfall Music. All those episodes are easily accessed from that website and there is a lot of knowledge there, particularly if you're a music student, you're looking for a kind of advice, what to do, where to go, this kind of thing. It's all there in the episode directories as well. And there are fantastic interview episodes there as well. If you're an established artist and you're just trying to hone your marketing skills or you're just trying to look or you might be looking for some form of coaching or whatever. Now, in the last month also, we have been putting episodes up on YouTube as well. So they're also linked from that particular website. So it's the easiest website to access all the web, uh, the podcast episodes. If you're um, an already established musician and you're on your intermediate advanced level journey and hoping to move into the music business in some format, we also are setting up a mastermind for you. Go over to musicsecretsexposedmastermind.com 
And again, if you scroll down that page, you'll see all the details there. Just input your information there. And as soon as that mastermind comes off, you will get an email as to where that mastermind is going to take place and all of that. We are hoping to get it up and running by July, potentially. So um, if you get your name in now, you'll be the first in the door, as they say. Now, with all that said, tune in on Friday for our next interview episode. It promises to be a really interesting episode. Just tune in on Friday at 8 p.m. GMT, 12 noon PST. And also, we'd love to hear from you. We're on all the social media channels such as Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube, all of that. Drop in comments under videos. We'd love to hear your feedback about what you think about our interview slots, what you think about the content that we're providing. Is it helpful to you? Would you like some questions answered? You can reach out to us via voice message, via email at sylvia at musicsecretsexposed.com as well. We'd love to hear from you. So until Friday, have a great week and talk to you then.